Good morning, sleepyheads. Looks like the dream until your dreams come true wasn't such a good idea after all. Let's hope the only thing B has in common with Marie Antoinette is impeccable taste. Or she just might lose her head before she gets her crown. Hello. We are made we we are. We have made it to the penultimate episode of season four. What? Episode 21, Shattered Bass. Original air date May 6th, 2011, written by Sarah Goodman, directed by Allison Liddy Brown. Charlie is finally starting to feel like less of a fish out of water with Serena and her friends, but complications present themselves when Charlie is invited to attend the Constance Billiard Alumni Fundraiser. On the road to Happily Ever After, Blair finds herself torn between the men in her life. Jack Bass returns to the Upper East Side, sets off a chain of events that could have could end up destroying Chuck and those closest to him. Oh. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, yeah. I In like I like Charlie and her friends, Serena's friends. Her friends. Serena doesn't have many friends. But also these are not becoming your friends, Charlie. N- no, the only one who really has befriended her is Dan. Um and now dating. Right. We have a lot to discuss with that. Yeah. Before Charlie and Dan. Yeah. Uh, I want to tell everyone what my glass full of gossip tonight is, because we're still sipping on it. It's called Life's Bitter Pills. Cute. Thank you. It's a uh, tall glass with ice. 20 dashes specifically of uh, bitters. The Angostura. Is that how you say it? I'm not sure. sure. Um, And lemon with sparkling water on top. Delish. This is delicious. I love bitters and seltzer. It calms the stomach. Yes. We get I, some stomach issues sometimes. We, yeah, we <laughs> a lot of times when Michelle and I uh, get dinner together, we're always like, oh, our stomachs. So I feel like this is a good choice. It's very refreshing. And it's not bitter, really. No. When you think of bitters, I'm just thinking like, oh, bitter, like a grapefruit. I almost went like that direction. Um, but it's it's good. It's refreshing. Um, speaking of refreshing, let's refresh the memory on yeah. my three gossip words from last week. So we had a refill. Oh, Charlie needs that refill. I did good with that. You did great. Habits. Blair trying to warn Chuck. Pretty much all of the characters are always in their same habits. And construction for Charles's place, which yeah. I think is an awful name. Um, the new hotel Chuck is opening in Brooklyn. We'll start with Blair. So the aftermath of Chuck's rage has left Blair with a scab on her cheek. She's happy to be engaged still, however, and her mother and Cyrus, the love of our lives, have returned to the Upper East Side to celebrate. They're helping Blan- Blan- Blair plan, I guess it's an engagement party, but they called it an engagement toast. Yeah. It really was a quick thing. But also, I'm glad that we see Cyrus, and I'm glad Eleanor oh. is there too. But where the hell is Dorota? I know, and it's funny that you said that because I noticed that she was missing. But then it made I was like, wait, this is like Blair's big day, like a big moment for her. Why wouldn't she be there? I don't. And and Lily wasn't in this episode either, so 
that I, I can understand more about Dorota. I know. Not helping her get ready I and know, calm her sad. down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the afternoon, Blair and Louis are spending some time with his mother, Sophie, who is overly critical of New York City, all things angular. It's harsh angles. It's too, it's too harsh for her. Blair promises that the event that happened at the cocktail party will surely not happen again. Sophie says, oh, I'll see you at the engagement party. Blair then invites them to go to the Constant St. Jude's fundraiser, which happens to be the same night. I guess the engagement party was in the day. This is at night. And she hopes that they come. And as they're walking, Blair sees the devil himself, Jack Bass. And she feels as though she needs to warn Chuck that he's in town. So she makes up an excuse and she heads to go see him like running. What do you did you him. agree with this? No, of course not. But I mean, it, you know, it's it's not my writing the character. I, I, we said she could have picked up the phone. She could have picked up the phone. She could have sent a text. But there is, she says, she still cares for him, and I'm sure she will always care for him, even even with Giuseppe. Giuseppe she Chuck. cared, yeah, right. And I so know. to see him in person to warn. But like the last time you saw him, he he hurt punched you. glass, hurt you. Physically. Yeah. And so now she goes there to warn him. He sees her. He's this typical Chuck saying, oh, oh, you knew, I knew you would come back to me, kind of. And she's like, I'm still very much engaged, but I just wanted to prepare you that Jack is in town. So Chuck, Chuck makes a comment on how he's not prepared for what's to come with her being engaged to Louis and Blair just kind of warns him again, doesn't really say much. And she leaves unaware that Louis has followed her because when she left, Sophie told Louis she's been having Blair followed. And the first person she went the night of the engagement was to Chuck. She's suspicious. I don't blame Sophie for this. Hell no. She's like, a lot is on the line here. Yeah. We need to make sure Blair is good people and that we can trust her. And so, so far, you can't. Yeah. (laughs) Not doing too well. When Chuck is involved. So the engagement party has started and Cyrus is buttering up Sophie. It's so cute. They have bonded on birds. They love birds. And Blair mentions to Sophie that she hasn't seen Louis yet. And Sophie says, oh, he was going to meet me here. And during this time, Louis goes to see Chuck and he confronts him, tells him, stop trying to pursue my partner, Beyonce. my fiance. And Chuck argues, oh, maybe Blair is pursuing me. Shut up. No, she's not. But also, <laughs> I mean, you know, if someone's coming at you, that was a good rebuttal. Of course. Of course. So Louis, Louis responds, there is no way she would be courting him after the fiasco he pulled the other day and then notices Chuck's hand. And when Chuck doesn't really have an answer to what happened to said hand, Louis has figured out that it could be the reason Blair has this cut on her face. She has blamed it on her huge engagement rock. <laughs> okay, Blair. Great excuse. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So back at the party, Sophie informs Blair that Cyrus has convinced her that Blair is indeed a good person. And she gives Blair and Louis her blessing. And Louis arrives at the party. Cyrus makes a toast. And Louis says, we need to talk. So they head upstairs. Louis tells Blair he knows that she's been seeing Chuck the two times. In which she explains that he was, she was trying to warn him. And Louis asks, why couldn't you just tell me? 
You could have just said that that's where you were going. And she replied she didn't want him to think anything was happening more than it was due to their obvious history. Sure. I mean, I agree with all of this. Right. Agreed. So Louis knows that the ring did not cut her face. And he mentions he saw Chuck's hand. He doesn't understand why she would be protecting him. I have the quote because I wrote it down in Ooh, caps. love. How can you lie to protect someone who hurt you? Who hurt you physically and emotionally and mentally all over. Right. <laughs> right. And she's like, well, don't say anything. We don't want to embarrass him. I was like, embarrass the shit out of him. Who cares? Come on, because her heart. I know, because she loves him. She does. She doesn't ever want to see him be panned in a bad light, even though he did this terrible thing. Really, he can only be in a bad light if she is shining it on him. almost If anyone else is doing it, Mm -hmm. she gets protective. Exactly. And so she wanted to change the narrative here and say, oh, I'm we're not going to embarrass him. And Louis says, look, I'm all in this a hundred percent. I want you to know me. I want me to know you in the fullest way possible. But if you're not ready for that, then we need to end things. And he tells her, look, think it over. They do kiss. It's sweet. He just, he just wants to know her, even the bad parts of her. He really loves her. He really loves her. And at this moment, I said to Liz, he truly is a dreamboat. He is. Not usually my type, but no, a but recognizable he's, dreamboat. He's, he really is truly a prince. He's a prince. I said, yeah. you could see Cinderella, a cartoon version of Louis yes. would be the perfect prince. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he tells her, look, think about it. And if you, if the answer pretty much is yes, I'll see you at the fundraiser. Later that night, Blair voices her concerns about her past to Cyrus, who gives her some sweet, mushy, delightful advice about owning her insecurities and you should be able to give fully to someone if they're worthy of it, the right person. And just like him and Eleanor have, he wants her to to let him in completely like Eleanor has let him in completely. Uh, yeah, Cyrus it was really, so really much. sweet. So we await her decision. While we do, let's <laughs> talk about why Jack Bass is in town because we know Raina has called him to scheme against Chuck. So Nate plans on staying with Raina because of the tiff that him and Chuck had the night before and because of the way Chuck acted. He actually finally defends Blair's honor. Yeah, finally. Says it wasn't cool what happened here and Blair, uh, Chuck's like, please come to my the cut the ribbon ceremony at my new hotel, and Chuck, and Nate's like, I don't really want to be there. We're not friends right now. And Chuck says, if you leave, then you don't have a place to stay. And he's like, Well, I'm not coming back. I'm gonna stay with Rena for a few. It days. is interesting how even I don't know how they, switched it got so quickly. Well, it switched. switched so quickly, and also Chuck was just putting it out there like, I need my best friend. I need my best friend. It's like you've kind of been absent from, and you know everything that's been happening. Right, and Nate is dating Raina, who... Right. And he and Chuck says, I'm sorry that I lied to her. And I was saying to Michelle, I'm like, you didn't lie. You withheld the truth. Yeah. But, you know, Nate and Raina are a couple at this point. So you're putting him in a really shitty position. But he did switch very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. I know. It was almost like so confusing how... Like the tables turned. There was no like mention of why or anything. Even with them, and when we get to the Padge and Charlie, 
Yeah. I feel like there got escalated very quickly. The audience did not see. Right. It's a little confusing. It is confusing. Yeah. yeah. I think they're just kind of pushing everything to get to the finale. Yeah. Like, let's sum up everything we have to do. Uh, so during the day, Jack arrives to meet with Raina to discuss matters and hit on her as you predicted. Mm. I honestly forgot that he does that. I was like, oh, he's there sort of for he's a good disgusting. reason. But he's, he's disgusting. Still, he still hits on her. Uh, she explains Chuck has kept the information from her about her mother and now's no, now knows that his father was responsible for killing her mother and she wants revenge, as we could assume. So Raina promises Jack the reins on Bass Industries if he helps her take down Chuck. Nate then arrives to see Jack meeting with Raina and is confused and a little bit concerned. And Jack leaves telling Raina he'd be in touch. He ends up meeting with Russell later on, who tells him that uh, Raina has spoken to him. And Jack says Raina's proposal was a little bit juvenile. The way Nate came in. He's not about this. No. Something a little bit more mature. Yeah. So they come up with a plan to make it seem like Chuck is going off the deep end. I mean, at this point, the, he lost Blair. This is like the worst thing that could happen for Chuck yet again. And so they're coming up with this plan to throw Chuck in rehab unwillingly. He's going off the deep end. He's going off the deep so end. So we're going to just Let's just push him, him. Just push him there. So Russell agrees to this plan and he says, well, I would love to go to Chuck's The Empire and get some mementos of my wife and letters and can you get me a key? And so Jack promises to get the key to the suite. So to add Chuck into this, he's opening the new hotel in Brooklyn, as we said, Charles's place. Again, I think that's the worst name. It could have been something so much better than that. Um, But he's been at the construction site for most of this episode. So when he's there, Jack does arrive and begins to taunt him, mentioning things about how his mom left him and his stepmother is the sole, you know, the owner of his company and Blair left him. And so the two fight and Chuck throws a punch. The most fake the punch. F- most fake punch. But now I'm thinking maybe it was supposed to not hurt him as much, you know, like kind of like a, a weak yeah. punch. Well, I thought of that, but then he's like, oh, you threw a good one. Yeah, it's he's like, like oh, well, it's pent up. But it was so... <laughs> it was awful. I mean, this whole scene, honestly, I even said it. I'm like, that was way too easy when we were watching. I'm like, this isn't right. Yeah. So yeah. Nate comes, interjects the fight, and then a staff members from, I guess, like an institution yeah. comes, and they take Chuck away and escort him out of the building. Jack takes the Empire key and leaves it for Russell, making Russell... We're seeing that Russell was aware of the situation that had happened. However, this was all a setup. Which was great. Yeah, that was a good twist. Yeah. So Russell heads to the Empire to take some evidence um, and is interrupted by the three amigos, <laughs> Jack, Chuck, and Nate. And they just had a feeling that Russell wasn't there for love letters from his wife. It was suspicious and maybe there's something he wants to hide. Of course. Chuck then realizes that why would Bart keep the tape of Avery in the building if it wasn't evidence of something. If it's evidence of Bart, you know, killing, why wouldn't he just get rid of that? Right. So we find out Russell was the one to set the fire and lock the doors. We have footage of that. Footage. Him locking. Yeah. So apparently he knew Bart was going to set the fire because they were business partners and he found out Bart and Avery were having an affair the letter from Avery was actually addressed to him telling 
Russell that she didn't want to long, no longer want to be with him. She wanted to be with Bart. So Russell's obviously defeated and he wants to kill Bart. So he has Bart meet him at the hotel, at the uh, office and the perfect plan. Okay, Bart's inside. I'm going to lock the doors, not realizing that his wife was in the building. Evil. Evil. Yeah. Murder. So after Avery dies, Bart and Russell have an agreement that Russell would keep Bart's involvement of the fire a secret from the public and Russell would just go back to Chicago and they wouldn't hear from each other again. And then at this point, I'm saying to Michelle, like, okay, so then why have revenge on your son, the his son? I guess because Avery loved his father. Which is like, ooh. Yeah, and... I can't believe, like, this plan is so convoluted. The fact that Bart agreed to it just makes him as sick of his man as right. Russell. Right. So he's like, yeah, okay, I can say that I set set up the fire and we got the insurance money, but, you and know. You just have to stay out of New York and just, never come back. Stay, and yeah. we'll just, everything's just a transaction of a number. Exactly. So at Ew. this point, Jack... The comedic relief is had enough. He's hungry. He just wants to call the cops on Russell. Russell begs, please, I'll do anything. I'll pay. Just keep my secret from Raina. So Chuck offers Russell to leave New York, never come back. And yes, I promise to keep this secret from Raina. And they Raina. shake, they on, shake it. on it. Oh, this is oh, so awful. This is so bad. Was Nate in the room for this? Yes, he was. he was in the room. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, you know, who does tell Raina is Nate. Because Raina was sick of Nate trying to defend Chuck. And why is Jack now all of a sudden trying to defend Chuck? And Nate just explodes. Well, okay. What would you do in this situation? <laughs> I would have to tell her. I would tell too. I mean, I... It's awful. I feel like I'm currently going through something in the middle of something without giving too much detail. <laughs> and it's not as to the severity well, of this. Well, yeah. But I've had to bite my tongue a lot. And I feel that... I've already put my foot in my mouth once, and I feel that it's going to happen again very soon. Right. It's going to come out. There's only so much you can hold in. Yeah. And so I really kind of fell for Nate here. He's like, fine. Your dad killed your mom. I'm sorry. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) You've got it out of me. Yeah. So he explodes. And so Rena's like, what? Devastated beyond devastation, of course. She calls her dad, tells him, you're out of my life for good. You're dead to me just like mom is. Uh, which sets Russell off because Chuck promised he wouldn't say anything. And then Rena doesn't confirm that Chuck told no. her, doesn't confirm nor deny that Chuck told her. So he's starting his revenge later on. Jack and uh, Chuck have this like sort of sweet conversation between family. And there's like some like love advice, like, Oh, the Chuck bass I knew would just fight for, you know, Blair. Blair, I'm rooting for you. I'm, yeah, I'm, right. Get back to your old self and like co- pretty much like conquer your yeah, conquer your your personal and Chuck's empire. Line of I better go before the nice guy wins. Right. I'm like, please let the nice guy win. But Ew. he heads to the fundraiser to find Blair. I guess to make one last plea of like, please don't go with him. And. Blair has just arrived at the building of Chuck's new hotel looking for him because she got a call from someone, I don't know who, that he was threatening to jump because he's just so upset. So when she reaches the roof, the door closes behind her and Russell is there waiting. Oh, shit. Because this This can't end good. (laughs) Because Jack told Russell the only way to take down Chuck is Blair. Is Blair. 
That's the one Why thing he loves. Why would Jack say that? Right? If he was planning on kind of being on Chuck's side this whole time. Maybe saying, to make it believable. Yeah, saying that Blair is his weakness was the best and worst thing he could have said. And now Russell's like, well, fuck this. I lost my daughter. I'm seeing red. Right. Yeah. Let me just take something from Chuck. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that should be interesting next yeah. week. The other part of this crazy story is the Vander Woodson Humphrey drama with Charlie. 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 Oh, my goodness. Charlie and Dan have been hanging out a lot, dating, if you will. Who knows? Um. Okay. So this is what we were talking about, how things escalated. Is this supposed to be like the next day? When is this supposed to be? I don't know. It's so confusing. Why are the glass eat- is still punched. And why are they eating so much candy? In the morning. Why, where did they get this candy? From Dylan's candy bar. But they bought <laughs> so much. I know. I don't know why they It's did almost that. like an event. And so. But there was no reason for that. I now, know. I'm just thinking about that. That's why I'm so confused. And then she just kisses him and he doesn't react. This he is not the first react. kiss. Right. Like they've been dating. Okay. I mean. Didn't last week we I just mean, had a conversation? Yeah, she said, I have a, I have a crush on you. He didn't really say, like, I'm reciprocating that. But I guess we're to assume that afterwards he was like, oh, yeah, I'm into it. I'm I mean, into you. You're um, Serena's cousin. He's into anything, anything. and anyone. <laughs> That's a Vander Woodson. That, yeah, that moves. So <laughs> he decides to invite her to come with him to the fundraiser for St. Jude's and Constance. And of course, Charlie agrees to go. They also make plans to meet up at Blair's engagement party later that day. So we have a scene where Rufus reminds Charlie that she needs to go pick up her renewed prescription at the pharmacy urging her that her mother wants to make sure that she's in good hands. She's under his roof. He doesn't want to not deliver with that and and protect her. And so Charlie was like, oh, don't worry. I won't let a repeat of the past happen again. And Rufus is like, oh, I already got you your meds. Here it is. I wish someone would tell us. What meds they are? That. (laughs) And what happened in the past. Yeah. Well, we'll hear next Sure. I mean, it's coming. (laughs) It's coming. Yeah. So... Charlie gets the pills. She's less than thrilled to be holding them. But Rufus said that uh, Carol has said in the past, when things go well for Charlie, she stops taking her medication. Sure. If you're feeling good, why continue, Yeah, why continue your meds? So during the day, Serena gets yet another call from Vanessa trying to warn her about Charlie. Oh, my God. It's like Vanessa, let it go. These people don't want to hear from you. Now she's going through this angle. It's like... You know, she tried with Charlie. What is her goal? She, I really feel that either she's just totally spiraling and before she goes away, she's like, okay, I just need, she has, she has nothing to lose at this point. So it's like, like, let me just keep going. why even try then? I know these people are never going to (laughs) respect you. They don't care anymore. They really just don't care. And Serena's about to hang up. She's rolling her eyes at her and she's like, didn't, don't say I didn't warn you. Charlie's up to no good. She tried to make me look bad in front of Dan. And Serena's like, who cares? Yeah, right. You're just, what are you trying to do here? Yeah, so (laughs) Serena hangs up on her. Serena and Charlie then discuss the fundraiser. And Serena says that it's sad that they can't go because Lily's not going to be able to go. But uh, Charlie's like, well, Dan actually invited me. Is that okay if I go with him? And Serena's like, yeah, no weirdness. It's fine. But also you can kind of tell it's a little weird for her. 
Yes, of course it's weird. It's inappropriate. It is inappropriate. In my opinion, I think it's inappropriate. I think that... Would this be different if it was Blair, though? <laughs> what, if it Blair and Padge? Yeah. Yes. I know. <laughs> I know it's both inappropriate. I think it's because this cousin just entered their world. It's very close to home. It's blood-related. And it shouldn't matter because Blair is a best friend. But right. they had an ongoing friendship for so long. Right. And they, now- they bonded. This was kind of like, I'm dating someone new and it happens to be your cousin. Like, there was no... Yeah, and also, I'm aware that you two dated. Right. Charlie's aware. Dan's aware. Serena's aware. Yeah. Everyone's aware of everyone else and the situation at hand. And, and I like how Serena's like, oh, it's fine. Padge and I are barely talking. We barely are talking. It's like, oh, are we mad at each other? I don't remember. Because of the whole Blair situation, she forgave. Oh, right, right, right. She, she forgave, forgave Blair. Blair. She forgave Blair. But it's still <laughs> See, awkward. How, how fun, uh, quickly I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Charlie mentions that she has nothing to wear to this event and she can't keep asking Lily to pay for things. And Serena's wondering, why don't you have your Rhodes Trust Fund yet? You're past 18. And maybe all the baggage between Cece and Carol is the reason. So Serena says, I'm going to call the bank and find out what's happening. You're my fairy god cousin. cousin. So Serena decides to go to Blair's event anyway because Rufus pushes her. You should be there even though she doesn't want you to be. This is your best friend. And so she heads into her room to get a dress, one of the many in her closet, to see if she has. I just see if I have to if I have a dress in there. Mm, You you have about a hundred. You have about a hundred dresses in there. And Charlie is talking about how she's a bit anxious about the fundraiser and she asks Serena what to expect. And Serena says, just be yourself. Have a great time. Don't make Dan dance. He's terrible at it. Yeah. Look at my photos of Cotillion and we had such a great time. And Charlie sees the old photo photo of them at Cotillion and she starts to mirror her hair in the way Serena's hair was in the photo in a ponytail in a ponytail i don't know what to do with my hair oh i'll just put it in a ponytail it's just a ponytail so later on charlie does get a like down payment form from cc to purchase a dress from nina ricci and so before she can show it to serena she's not like hesitant of serena opening the bag or anything i had a feeling she probably did buy a dress yeah wear it agreed and she gets a call from her mother and then as she's on the phone with her she is dumping out all of her pillows into this bagless garbage can. Okay. First off, <laughs> this is in the main living area. It's not good. It's a wastebasket that's really not supposed to be used for garbage. Maybe you'd put like a piece of paper in there. Right. Maybe. There's right. no bag in there. And she just dumps the pills there. If you want to get rid of your pills, you better do it you in a way. Them. Or you like put in the garbage on the street in a public uh, right. garbage Don't can. Don't make it very obvious. It's like you want to get caught. And then you throw right. the bottle with the pills. Right. It's just, she's spiraling. Yeah. <laughs> At the engagement party, Blair and Serena make up. Surprise, surprise. Serena runs into Dan. He asks if it's okay that he and Charlie are there together. She's like, it's fine. Our whole crew is maturing, moving on. And then we pan to Charlie entering the party wearing Serena's exact cotillion dress. She probably took out of her closet with her hair exactly the same. And Serena is like, what the hell? Yeah. 
Serena goes up to Charlie. Why don't you just ask to borrow the dress? Charlie defends, this is not your dress, stating, I bought it at Nina Ricci, remember? And Serena's like, well, then let me see the label. And at this part, Dan is like, Serena, let it go. And I'm like, no, don't no. get into big family and squabble. Also, back out. It's not your business. Let the girls have it because obviously there's something there. And so Serena's like, it was custom made for me. Just let me see the tag. And so Charlie yells at Serena, why are you accusing me of stealing your dress? You're just trying to embarrass me in front of Dan because you're jealous. And she also did the thing of like, oh, I ripped it out, but I do have the tag at home. It's making it sound like you sound, you sound nuts. crazy. And Padge, of course, is going to interject and be like, come on, you're really going to make her get the tag? Right. Exactly. And it's like, here we go messing with Serena again. Yeah. And in this moment, I feel for you, Serena, Team Serena. Of course, because we know the other side. Of course. Yeah. But also, it's just, it's just even Serena being like, listen, you can borrow anything you want, but just you still ask. need to tell me. Just ask me. Absolutely yeah. valid. And so Dan and Charlie end up leaving together to go to the fundraiser. I did love, though. Sorry. No. I know you want to, we're going to no, move on. Okay. But I just love how she's like, that's my cotillion dress. And Pad, you should know because you took me as your date. You should <laughs> recognize like, it. Oh, please. Like, Dan would recognize the dress. Although he's pretty creepy and obsessed with Serena. So I'm sure he That's would. That's true. That's true. But actually, now I'm thinking about it. I mean, not that I've worn like a million dresses. They, she probably wears a million dresses. Well, she does. We see she, her every yeah, episode she goes in a dress. To so many events. But like, you know, any normal person, Randy would be like, oh, yeah, I remember that dress. Like, but because I don't wear dresses all that often. You right. Know? Yeah. But I guess, you know, to, I was I don't expect Dan to recognize yeah. that whatsoever. Right. While this is all happening at the Vander Woodson's, Rufus notices Charlie's empty bottle and pills in the garbage. He calls Charlie ASAP, which, of course, she ignores. She then tries to get Dan to do something crazy while at the fundraiser, like have sex in the principal's office. Also. She's trying to get him to say crazy things he's done in high school. And he said, I was anti-crazy. I was anti-crazy. Hello, Miss Carr. Yeah, I was anti-crazy, though. I guess to him, that's not crazy. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't want to just go spilling that he had an affair with a teacher underage. Was he underage? No, I guess he wasn't at the time. But yeah, he's a story to he tell, ignores though. ignores that whole part. Yeah. <laughs> so they head into Headmistress Queller's office and begin to undress making out charlie then asks to be called serena you can call me serena if you want and dan's like whoa 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 that's where i draw the line put your dress back on i'm gonna go because this is just too much for me later on that night vanessa ends up going to the vander woodson's to uh talk to serena because now serena knows obviously something is up with charlie and they're trying to figure it out is this a plan schemed by Blair for some reason. And Serena's like, no, I, I think it's a hundred percent Charlie. Rufus comes in the room. Uh, have you seen Charlie? Here are her pills. She hasn't been taking them. We need to find her ASAP. And this is not the first time she stopped her medication. And we don't know what she's capable of. End scene. <laughs> I'm kind of excited if this happens of a Serena, Vanessa, Rufy triangle. Mm making this work scheme. Like, I hope we see this. I Like, I know Vanessa is supposed to be our, you know, she's, she's the punching bag of the show. That's a perfect way to put it. But <laughs> can, are we going to redeem her a tiny bit next week just to, like, put her up a little notch of, you've been so pathetic, let's throw you a bone? 
type of right, deal. Right. Well, we will see yeah, about that. I guess we will see. Um, stay tuned. When we come back from break, we're going to be on with our patron, Angelina. So excited to talk to her because she says she's seen this show an embarrassing m- number of times. So I can't wait to get all of her opinions. She's got some some great insights. So. Yes. Hey, adventurers, Matt Peters here to tell you about the podcast I make with my best friend, Lex Lutz. It's called Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Join us every week as we explore friendship, pop culture, snacks, weird stories, and just about anything else that makes us laugh. Find Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And remember, be excellent to each other. Okay, welcome back from break. We are now live with Angelina, the angel herself. We're so excited. Hello, everyone. (laughs) The little cute voice. (laughs) Angelina is, as you hear every week, she is our Gossip Girl correspondent in my eyes. Right? She's our Gossip Girl. She is our Gossip Girl. Yeah. Over on Discord, Angelina always has a plethora of information about the show all of her thoughts and opinions we love reading them so do the people in the discord it's so much fun to hear all of your over analytics of the entire show yeah and rewrites of scenes (laughs) amazing just always has the best facts the trivia coming in hot like literally gossip girl i know i feel like we We have our own gossip we should anytime we have a question just like on the side write it down and then ask angelina yeah (laughs) actually angelina i don't know if I said this on air last week or I meant to, I said it to Liz and Liz was like, okay, maybe I'll message Angelina about finding out what Chuck, what um, Ed Westwick thought of playing as Chuck. Oh, yes. I knew there was something we had to ask Angelina. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know any insight of what Ed Westwick felt playing Chuck? Because, I mean, he's obviously like a huge controversial character. Right. And I wonder if that like sat well with him or he like agreed um on his actions so obviously you don't have we don't, we're putting on you on the spot yeah you can always come back with an answer um i but- mean i all i'll say is that i saw that he was um using it to get tiktok clout trying yeah. to be chuck bass yeah. so he can't be that ashamed of it if he's doing that you're right <laughs> you're right I know we use that cloud too. For no, I know. <laughs> Do you know how many people on my personal were like, oh my God, you got Ed? I'm like, oh it's my God. a TikTok thing. Isn't that funny? A lot of people came, like, messaged me too, like, oh my God, you got Ed West. Like, that's so cool. I was like, no. no. I mean, you guys are in your 30s. I get it. <laughs> We don't understand. Hear us. We don't get it either. We don't get it either, but we were trying to do this trendy right. thing. And yeah. uh, if you haven't checked that out, go on our Instagram and go on the reels. It's <laughs> <Sure>. over there. <laughs> um, but okay. So we think he probably appreciated his role of Chuck Bass. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know him yeah. from anything else, to be honest. So <laughs> yeah, I know him to be a singer. Really? Like, He's well, not- yeah. Well- Oh, yeah, sorry. No, He's not one of the people afraid of his relationship to Gossip Girl. Right. Because a lot of ladies are like, eh, was that a good idea? I don't know. But hmm. he doesn't seem to be too. Right. I got what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so you had previously sent me some notes uh, of discussion, which uh, Michelle has not read yet. So I am excited Yay. to 
talk about some of the things that you encountered while you watched. Um, how many times do you, have you watched this episode, do you think, in total? Probably like 45. It's sad. Wow, 45? I love that so much. I have my hands up in the air like I'm shaking around. I know, because you love the last few episodes of the season into season five, right? I do. We're entering my, like, we've entered my stretch of episodes that I go and rewatch more than the whole show. Is it the Louise stuff? Well, the Louise stuff helps, but, like, we're getting into, like, prime Blair evolving time. Yeah. And it's fun. Oh, Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Right? I only got goosebumps a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) 45 times. 45 times. I mean, that's true love right there. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's sad. We'll ignore that it's sad. No, 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 no. Oh, it's not, it's sad. not sad. When you you love something and something puts you in a mood or makes you nostalgic or you reminisce and you just want to watch what you're comfortable you with. You'd be proud. Yeah. Especially on like a podcast like this is what we celebrate here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We, we celebrate watching TV. Yeah. No, that's good. 45 times. Well, others, like yeah. They don't, not so much. Um, but you started off your email stating that Chuck wants to change for the billionth time, but never seems to find fault in the actions that he's trying to change. Like he's not really, or you said, no, he doesn't really want to. So let's talk more about Chuck and how his family history, you said, doesn't justify his actions. Okay. So Chuck and his family history. They kind of go into this thing with this Jack plot in this episode where they're really focused on explaining that they love each other in a really messed up way. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're like that. Right. And it's super frustrating to watch, particularly knowing that Joshua Saffron looked at him and was like, it's not abuse. It's just the way they are sort of a thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 I know. It like, ooh, it pains me to even think about what was said last week I know. with everything uh yeah so it's kind of like oh we're just gonna chalk it up to it's just their family drama and that's okay in this right. realm right yeah but it's really not no. it's not okay um and, and you, you can see and you can kind of see that they introduced jack here to have it be um a justification mm-hmm. because he doesn't really face any ramifications in this episode. It just kind of like doubles back on like, Oh, this is just how Chuck is. And like they end the episode with him being like, Oh, the good guy might not get the girl. And it's just like, ew, gross. Yes, gross. exactly. And yeah. it's, it's the same thing with Jack. Obviously we know his past. And in this episode, they're kind of like, well, let's just give him the comic relief and not really touch upon the fact that he's an asshole. Like, right. we, we know he's an asshole, and, like, yeah, we're joking about ordering food or we're hitting on Raina. Like, we get those parts of him, but it's over. It's, like, glossed over in the episode where, to me, it's like, oh, yeah, you forget that Jack even did all that bad, all those bad things. Yeah. Where it's hard for me to forget that Chuck ever did those bad things. Like, I remember everything Chuck has done. Well, we're just seeing him more, too. Th- that's true. So it's like, yeah, we're not really... It, it, you're trying to justify them being this way because that's just the way basses are and that's not okay no. be better than the basses right you need to be better <laughs> be better bass uh, you also mentioned how chuck going to rehab was a scheme and that kind of didn't really sit well with you because like rehab is not a joke and also maybe he should go to rehab 
he obviously needs to work out well, he needs <laughs> a to lot of therapy things. for yeah. sure. He needs he needs therapy for sure. But uh, I just love that you added that in. Like it didn't really sit well with you. I was like, we're just going to skip over this, right? Like, we're just going to act like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, that was his whole, like, mantra of the episode. Like, it was just like, I'm going to ignore this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. It just it just kind of reaffirmed that his character doesn't get consequences. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think gets the most consequences? Blair does, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, I it think was I can agree. Previous- episode with some previous guests but yeah Blair gets the most consequences Mm. yeah I think Cordy and Theo were Mm -hmm. talking about that yeah yeah because Serena as much as she doesn't do shitty things she is kind of just like a golden retriever sometimes does stupid things without thinking but doesn't really get any of the consequences but Blair she does yeah and I guess Lily does now too, in a yes. way. Yeah. Catching up to her. Exactly. Her her past is definitely <laughs> catching up to her. Um, I wanted to talk about your feelings on Vanessa because you mentioned that after a great deal of trying to scheme and manipulate, now she's asking everyone to just believe her again. <laughs> what is happening? What are we doing with Vanessa? I mean, it is so sad at this point. Yeah. She's got nothing to lose, but Angelina. Tell us your thoughts on this. <laughs> well, she's clearly the writer's scapegoat now. They don't know what to do with her. So they're just like, let's completely ruin her character because everybody hates her. I know. Like, they so literally bad. just have her self-destruct. And you kind of understand where she's coming from, where she's like, I want him to be with somebody who isn't scheming. But then, like, Charlie's completely playing her like a fiddle. So, right. of course, it was going to backfire on her. Right. Yeah. And then you even mentioned that the fact that Charlie gains credibility just in her comparison to Vanessa, who has been lying this entire season, but now it's like, oh, but Charlie actually has been lying or, you know, whatever. Uh, it's just crazy that, like, we'll just take her word for it, Charlie's word, and then Vanessa, who's, like, trying to tell the truth, <laughs> just, like... The credibility goes out the wall, what window? Because though we do have some issues with her credibility in the past, I guess. Right. Even though, I mean, how did you feel about her trying to tell Serena Charlie was no good? At this point, Michelle and I were like, why even bother? Because there's no way that Serena's going to be like, yes, let me open arm accept you into my life again. Like that, what was her, what do you think her reasoning for telling Serena was? Just like, I, I, I didn't lie again. <laughs> I I think she's still kind of in denial and thinking that Serena's like the direct like connection to Dan. Mm, Yeah. Because she's kind of on the periphery. So like maybe she's considering that he's going to talk to her and like her motives, I guess they're trying to play it as she's trying to protect Dan. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You also mentioned that you're not really sure if the writers are going to handle handle Charlie's mental illness in a delicate matter. No. <laughs> yeah. So. They made her the they made her the butt of the joke this episode. Right. Like yeah. they gave her like the call me Serena line, which is supposed <sighs> to shock us, but it's also like completely mortifying and like makes her like a skeptical to the audience. Well, right. I even said I was like, we don't. W- 
she gets off these pills, what actually did happen? She just becomes super horny and right. <laughs> is wants to act as someone else. Like to me, you could do that without, without being on pills. Right. We don't need to add in that aspect. What is I mean, I know next week we'll get filled in, but I don't think this really tracked. Right. It didn't need to be We didn't need to add that in. We could have just had her go off the rails because she went off the rails and she's not used to this lifestyle and she's uncomfortable and she's maybe getting she's to know Dan those... or she's just kinky you know? she just like <laughs> looked at her cousins like oh I want to be like her I just want to be like you let's yeah. role play a little bit right yeah um when was Parley's first kiss because yeah, let's Angelina talk about had that. words do we think it was in this episode I guess so right? I think no do, what do you think Angelina I I can't tell. It was hard to tell. They gave him weird acting directions. Like I was like, if this is their first kiss, he should be more surprised. But like that's a big jump to just have them kiss off the bat, right? Because last week, you know, Charlie says how she feels about him, but we never hear him reciprocate his feelings for her. So we weren't were we supposed to suspect that he liked her back? I think it's safe to assume we knew this was where this was, was going. going. I mean, I predicted it. Like this, he's got nothing else going on. It's a Vander Woodson's Rhodes, you know, related to Serena. So naturally, and it's pretty much fell into his lap. So why not? Right. It's so convenient. And so when she kissed him, I don't think that was their first kiss. I think this has been going on. Why wouldn't he t- be taken aback a little bit? Right. Yeah. Right. I don't right. Know. Yeah. Um, you also laughed at the fact that Charlie's favorite book was Flowers in the Attic, which also made me laugh because that's a pretty <laughs> messed up book. Um, and the fact that Padge was talking about teen incest when he's madly in love with his stepsister is just kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I never... And he's so pretentious about it, too. It's not like he's just like self-aware in the slightest. No. Yeah. no, he's like, how dare you like this thing with teen incest? Right. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's so true. Pat is so pretentious. Yeah. All the time. And Charlie, I mean, it's it's nice they have something in common that they, they both like to read and she's read the piece on the new, of Serena and the New Yorker. Yeah, because she's trying to mm-hmm. become Serena and get into that lifestyle. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Let's talk about Cyrus and Eleanor. Oh, so cute. Oh my God. I love them so much. And you were talking about how this vitamin water contest just didn't seem to make any sense in the middle of a conversation. And then when you researched afterwards, there really wasn't any uh, like evidence of this actually being a contest. <laughs> they, in fact, did not launch someone's career. It just kind of fizzled out at that point. Honestly. I was like, if it- if it existed, I wanted to find it to see what the shirt looked like for the episode. But no, I couldn't find anything. I Googled it. Right. That would have been something interesting for the audience to be like, oh, let me go on the website and check it out afterwards. Yeah. But uh, until you brought that up again, I totally forgot that was a thing I in know. the episode. <laughs> you know, it just it, it just strikes me because it's put in the weird place in the conversation. Yeah. Like they're talking about global affairs. I'm like changing some pretty important things globally. And they're like vitamin water. <laughs> I know, and like the five flavors just sitting on the the table. Just it was just really random. And I guess obviously they were sponsored by vitamin water in this episode, but like you couldn't have just had product placement. 
we had to talk about it. I don't know. It was just very weird. I uh, was almost <laughs> waiting for her to be like, we're going to launch the designer's career. I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be Jenny's shirt. Right? <laughs> they were randomly picked Jenny. Yeah. I was like, ooh, this, I for a split second, like this episode's oh. going to go in a good direction. No. I wish, but no. Um, You also have a problem with the writers ignoring Monaco's actual succession laws. I mean, you know, obviously more than I do about this. So please rant on about how they are misinterpreting this. <laughs> okay. So one of my subsets of interests, since I overanalyzed everything, I went through a phase when I was younger where I dismantled like every monarchy in Europe and all their uh, systems. Oh, wow. So, uh, Yeah. So forgive the hyper specificity here. But like this isn't one of the monarchies where they can deny you your position when you marry someone. Mm. And there are like two or three that actually work here. Interesting. And Monaco is not one of them. Huh. Huh. And and also Louis wouldn't be a prince because that title isn't passed down in his mother's family line he would just be louis and his last name wouldn't be grimaldi because it's his mother's last name right but it looked better on paper so i see why they did it i'm not expecting accuracy here wow i I get annoyed whenever they completely disregard the fact that grace kelly was american and that the monogast children have american accents because their mother was american so like when Sophie gets all dramatic about America, I'm like, your mother was American. <laughs> she lived in New York. <laughs> oh my god, I love this it. This is so amazing. This is some tea. I, my jaws dropped. I absolutely love this. Me too. Angelie's just making this me smarter. So I yeah. just This is great. Wow. Well, thank you for the history lesson thank because you I think so that's much. wonderful. And the fact that they're just completely overriding <laughs> that is just, you know, continuity. We don't need it. No. <laughs> it's also really funny because like a little later they have Blair read a Grace Kelly biography and then completely ignore everything in the biography. So like when that comes up a little later and we see it, just know that I am somewhere screaming. Oh my god, I can't wait for the rant. Please please send us a DM about the rant and I will it's like read it. When did Gossip Girl become a comedy? It is. Right. It, it became is. It be- it's I feel like it's always been a comedy. No, but that's just yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Serena, she really doesn't get that everything does not, that it didn't all turn out all right. You know, she, you said how she could be just so self-absorbed sometimes like, oh, it's fine, Blair, you and Louis are good, but really this kind of uprooted Louis's entire life. So how else do you feel about that Serena situation, Angelina? I'm just like, this would be such a big deal in real life if this actually happened. Like, there would be, like, so many news headlines. Right. And, like, drama. And it would, like, be, like, world news for at least, like, three days. Considering at this point, like, Albert didn't have any legitimate children. So they would just be, like, in a panic. Oh and Serena's just off in La Land being like, oh, you're just going to marry him. It's going to be perfect. And I was like, she's not paying attention. No, she's and this not. this tracks for Serena's character, too. It does, yeah. Wait. Okay. Hold up. <laughs> Remember when Louis came to town and Serena, we see her on the phone. With Jean-Michel? Yeah. What happened to that? I think, if you can please verify, Angelina, but what I think happened is that she was fishing for information on, like, Louis' family so that she could, could kind of sabotage Blair and Louis' relationship. 
but we never actually see Jean Michel Pierre, whoever his name is. <laughs> is that correct, Angelina? <laughs> I thought that was the point where she tried to get in touch with his mother to ruin everything for Blair. Right. That's how I read it, at least. Right. Like, how do I, I get like her phone number? His fake Wikipedia page. His fake, fake Louis' fake Wikipedia page was fun for me. Oh. I was like, look at who they had him date, and it was amusing. Oh. If you go to back to that episode and you pause, you can read like his fake bio that someone had to write. Oh and my I God. was like, I love. Can that be my job? Can I write the fake royalty bios on the fake Perez Hilton? Like, that sounds fun. <laughs> right? That would be so much fun. Like, that's like just specifically your job to, like, make the websites of what you know. You know what I think you should do, Angelina? I think you should take the Total Betty Media Discord and make it royalty. And you could write fake bios about all of us. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. That'll be on my to-do list before I start grad school. Oh, good. Oh. I'm glad to- I'm sure that's on the top of your list before you start grad school. (laughs) Just throw that out there. Creative Uh, writing project. Yeah. Uh, And your last point that you wrote us was about Louis and how he could pretty much be like the the Cyrus to Blair's to Eleanor. Yeah. And the fact that Blair fears that really no one will love her like Chuck is directly linked to Chuck manipulating her into thinking their toxicity is normal. Which, I mean, in even in this episode, her saying that she was really just trying to protect Chuck's reputation, like, oh, don't embarrass him. I'm like, no, please do, though. <laughs> we need a little embarrassment for Chuck because, as you said before, there's no ramifications for his actions. Right. So I love that you said that. And do you, do you think that Louis... And Blair are a good couple. Are you shipping them? Well, I shipped them because Louis was made for me to love him, essentially. I know. He, because, we all love him. Because his meet cute was in front of a painting. I'm an art history major, or I was in my undergrad. So, like, that's my goal. Like, Aww. just, like, sitting there with a guy being like, hey, want to talk about, like, how they didn't talk about how Olympia was naked for 200 oh years? Oh, my that God, that's fun. so cute. I love. So, I hope like, that happens to you one day, Angelina. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I'm obsessed with him. But I think she evens him out in a really nice way. Jelante said that last week, where like she brings out her. Uh, uh, they, he brings out her good qualities. Yeah, right. I noticed when we were watching this time that I noticed that Sophie is kind of similar to Blair in how aggressive he he she she is. So that sort of. Struck me as like, oh, he's attracted to someone who's like his mother. Right. It they they say that's a thing, right? That you you marry someone like your mother. So, what do you think happened in Blair's upbringing to make her feel and be there for Chuck? Like, what is like the, the deep rooted of well, like her mother's maternal? I don't know. And then her father is not really in the picture, but he is. Can you imagine if Sam and Bobby watched Gossip Girl and then they could analyze <laughs> I know. the therapist? That Well, I think Angelina has has a great perspective she does. on Absolutely. the psychological aspects of that. But do you ha- think that it's because of her parents? Why do, you th- why do we think that Blair just feels that like need to constantly just fall back on Chuck? Or is it just a 
intuitive a first love type attraction thing. magnetic that you can't sometimes explain right what do you think angelina i was gonna say that i thought that it was there since it was her first like non-nate relationship right that had that much sexual tension behind it i think she kind of internalized that passion with that negativity just like counting how many of the times just this episode when blair wasn't even there that chuck said oh, you and me are meant to be together. Like, he even said it to Louis. So how many times had he said that to her in their relationship? Right. If you hear that so many times, you're going to believe it. And since Blair is the person to get um to get consequences for her actions, she kind of knows that her actions have consequences. And I think she might have, like, told herself internally that no one can love her because she's done these awful things. Right. I feel like it might also be that, like, she's aware of the shadow of Gossip Girl in a way that might be a bit toxic if we think about it too hard. Like, every negative thing she's ever done is on Gossip Girl, so. Right. Yeah, not much positivity there on Gossip Girl. No. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone knows her business. So when she slips up, the only person that's like, you're good is Chuck. Right. And Serena, mm. but well, yeah. depending on the day, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. It's so true. I mean, we called it. Of course, they were gonna make up in this episode. Well, we knew. Yeah. I mean, how long were we gonna do that for? Right. I think at this point, I why am I not used to it already? Of them, like it's like a sibling where you're gonna ultimately love yeah. them, but at some point, you just don't like them. Right. So I don't know why I'm not used to just seeing them like make up, get back. You know, break it's just up their makeup. relationship. Yeah. That's a whole other entity. I was going to say, who else do they are they going to have Serena have conflict with at the moment besides Charlie? Because right. she doesn't have a romantic relationship to fall back on. So, of course, oh. they're going to bring up the Blair and Serena drama. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we haven't had a lot of friendship in general these past couple of episodes. It's kind of like everyone's like on their solo paths, which in some ways we need. But in other ways, it's like you kind of need your friends. Well, I mean, Nate showed up for Chuck in this episode, which we didn't really see that. We didn't really see what the deciding factor of that, though, was, you know, like he was so mad at him in the beginning of the episode that he was going to stay with Rena. And then because Jack called Nate and Jack was like, I don't want to see anyone take my nephew down. But me that Nate was like, yeah, let's help Chuck. I just didn't. I don't understand where that came from. Well, I think at the end of the day, Nate is just a loyal friend, his his best friend. Even though he doesn't, they don't have like a great relationship right now. But yeah, I was like, I kind of wish we saw a little bit of like him softening Mm -hmm. to Chuck again. I don't know. All right, so let's go into some questions from our listeners. So we have Audrey and Marie. She says, "We know that Chuck sucks, but why would Nate leave him in his time of need?" Wow. I mean, it's always his time of need. <laughs> he's he's so dramatic that it's always it's like it's always like Chuck's time of need. And also, you know, like he said, I saw what you did. Right. This is fucked up. Right. I'm in a piece for a sack. I'll be back soon because we know who I am. But right. We need. We just need to like. I got to make you shake for a little bit. Yeah. What do you think, Angelina? Just throw Chuck Bass away at this point. I mean, I keep going off that he should have died. That was my new kick. I liked like, that. I they was... should have killed off Chuck Bass. I was very much into that. It would have been 
I think honestly, no, it's it's like nobody is going to really root for my theory, but I honestly feel like yeah, they would they could have really killed Chuck, and then we could yeah. have seen Blair like let me be better in my life. The you know the love of my life died, but I'm gonna move on, and like Chuck kind of like sent himself off with like some good and just mm-hmm. died, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a redeemable character. Not, I mean, he's ne- he'll never be redeemable, but he redeemed some things and then died. They could have redeemed him a tiny bit before death. Right. I mean, we've seen it done on other shows totally. before. So, yeah, I think that would have been great. That would have been a, a good, an alternate ending for like season three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she also wants to know, why do we think Serena does not believe Vanessa about Charlie? I mean, at this point, Serena had nothing to suspect about Charlie. And it's her cousin. And it's her cousin, which she really doesn't know all that well. <laughs> right. But why would you believe Vanessa? Right. Like, why would, you know. Angelina, do you like the Charlie storyline and what's to come? I like it at the beginning, and then it goes off the rails, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like every other plot on this show. We just go with it. We just go, yay, Gossip Girl, fun time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike asks, can Serena and Vanessa ever be friends again? Well, I said at the top half of the show, Angelina, that I'm hoping for a, t- a mashup and scheming team of Vanessa, Serena, and Rufus. I would like this trio because I think that would be good to work. To. Even Rufus was like, I'm not going to ask why you two were together. Yeah. <laughs> Rufus is probably like, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know, but I would like the three of them to work together. Yeah, I agree. Um, will Blair save herself? Will be will the ex Chuck save her or the prince? If she doesn't save herself, I guess. Probably Chuck. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's just how I Will that I make her it. love him again, though? Yes. You think? I do. <laughs> you know, I have little faith. Of, I know. I have, you know. <laughs> I do. That's how I, you know, I, that's how I feel. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike asks Angelina, besides the waffles, what else was a big change in the Italian dubbed version of Gossip Girl? Hmm. I don't know. Let me think about this for a second. Okay, you can marry. If anyone doesn't know, I watched all of Gossip Girl in Italian. Now that I freaked out, um, I can't think of anything that's like particularly striking, except like Blair isn't as threatening in Italian because the voice actress isn't as good as Leighton Meester, Um. and Chuck has a higher voice too, and it just sounds like kind of more clownish in Italian. (laughs) So. So funny. Mike wanted to know if the character names were the same, so I guess that they are, right? The character names are the same. Oh, my God. Except they say, like, Rufus really weird because, yeah, it doesn't work with the vowels. Mm. And Jenny's name, since the Italian alphabet doesn't have the J, it comes out, like, any sometimes, but they try. (laughs) Oh, my God. Do they have, like, similar plots? Oh, no, it's the exact same show. They just like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I thought it for some reason was like literally an Italian version. Kind of like they, they did the Turkish that, OC. Yes, that's how I thought. Very okay. Dramatic. Gotcha. The dramas are not afraid to get people like legitimately naked. It's a little bit dramatic. <laughs> yeah. 
Interesting. Uh, Mike also wants to know, Angelina, what type of pasta would each character be since, you know, you guys are the Italianos? Okay, since... So he told me he was going to do this. Oh. So since Will did the actual, like, types of pasta, I was thinking about, like, what pasta dishes they would be of, like... Made pasta. Yeah. Yes. I love this. I'm you know, so I love me some excited. noodle questions. <laughs> yes. Okay. So let's start with Cyrus because Cyrus is like round and pudgy and great. I would make him stuffed shells. Oh. And he would be stuffed shells. I and love stuffed Serena shells. would be pasta with butter that it would like taste good for two seconds and then it would get bland and boring because <laughs> it's just pasta and butter. <gasps> and then. Blair is lasagna because of her many layers. Mm. And, okay, so I did Blair, Serena, and Cyrus. Uh, Nate. I made Nate macaroni and cheese. All American. Can be good sometimes, but can get a, get, get a bit boring. Yeah. Better than shirtless, which be, would be equivalent to being covered in bacon. Mm. So, that's what I gave Nate. Um, Rufus would be some, like, like, SpaghettiOs, where he was, like, really cool in the 90s oh my God. but they kind of fell off that's so great and i like, love that chuck would be like squid ink pasta yeah. that like yeah did i miss anyone i think that was our core yeah it's a core it was our core i love that for chuck because it's not for everyone no squidding pasta is not i've for never everyone. actually had it i've heard it's good i've though. had it before it's very uh bougie and rich and not for everyone not for everyone no and depending on like the sauce and everything but it's fun. It's fun to at least try. It's yeah. cool looking, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot Louis, who would be my favorite pasta. He, so he would be pasta carbonara because I like pasta carbonara. Oh. You got that bacon. Very homey and filling. Yes. So. Very rich. <laughs> and very filling. I love those. Thank you, Angelina. You and Will should team up I and know. do a little, little special. Make us a, like a five-course meal, guys. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're always hungry. <laughs> Me and my demands. Uh, Tish wants to know, what could be the potential diagnosis for Charlie? Why do we think she's on pills? Or what type of pills is she taking? Is it a mood stabilizer? I don't know. I, I really, I don't even want to assume because I, know. I feel that just doesn't feel right. Um. Like it's almost like a different personality, like multiple personality Maybe a multiple disorder. Personality. Yeah, uh, and you guys have seen it, so I feel yeah. like I'm alone <laughs> right now. But. The writers did like that blanket thing where they're not going to say what it actually is. Right. Oh, really? But it's just there. They did the like we're not we don't want to do enough research for this, so we're just going to like make yeah. it a plethora of symptoms. And they also don't like zoom in on the pills. So you have no idea. What she's, she's on. even on to even make any sort of guess. But we find out what the other incident was. Yes, we'll find out next week what the other incident was. Okay. It's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she wants to know, will we see Lily next week? We haven't seen her. I'm going to say yes. Because it's the finale. <laughs> so I hope. Unless Lily's on vacation. She's not on the island. No, I know that. <laughs> I know that. Oh my God! Imagine that'd be oh, really sad. Bye, Lily. Oh, Lily's just in her room for the next year, <laughs> and we never visited again. Yeah. 
Um, Angelina, Tish wants to know who your favorite ship on the show is. And I guess on if, if it's some future, then DM me. But if there's a past or present ship that you like, who is your favorite? No, it's Pear. Pear wins. Oh, Pear. Same. <laughs> Same. The SS Pear. Mm-hmm. All you people who have received your Pear shirts and totes and whatever... Please send us a picture can so we, we can post. see it? Yeah. <laughs> we want to share your beautiful faces. Or if you don't want to share your face, yeah, we put an emoji course, over it. Yeah, sure. And we don't even have to share it. I just want to no, see I just you guys rocking see it. it. We just want to make sure everything came out good. Yeah. And you love it. And the quality is good. So, oh, the cats are Fighting. growling. <laughs> Angelina, do you have any last topics of discussion that you would like to add? Oh. Why was the why do we not care about the Raina plot at all? Like it just kind of exists. And then we're just like, oh, okay. Her father killed her mother. Okay. I that's know. fine. Poor girl. I know. <laughs> like we should care a little more. And we don't. We're just like, oh, that's like the fifth most interesting thing that happened this episode. And that's so true. Yeah. yeah, there's like three big things where it's like the Chuck stuff, and then ultimately, I guess the Russell stuff, and then Blair, and then Charlie. Right. It's like a lot of things in one episode, and then we continue it next week, where it's like everything is just continuing spiraling. (laughs) It's a lot going on next week. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's a good episode, but you saw Iz and and Cody. The they made a reappearance in this episode. Yeah, Michelle's like, oh my god. Yeah. I forgot they had names. Yeah. That was great. I was like, we should know their names. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. But other than that, I think we covered everything. Well, I'm so glad. (laughs) Thank you, Angelina. This was great. Will you be joining us live next week? I will be joining you live next week. Awesome. We're so excited. Yeah, we're going to be live so you can watch us talk about the episode. If if you're into into that. that. (laughs) No, it's always like, (laughs) if not, you can listen on July 1st. That's right. Or July, uh, June 30th. Yeah. And uh, June 29th for your patron. That's right. So thank you so much, Angelina. I can't wait to hear your thoughts for season five. Are you excited to watch season five? Is it one of your faves? Well, four and five are my favorites. Okay, like from four twenty to like five twenty three is my end of episodes. Wow, so you don't like the finale of season five? I season well season five to a point, but yeah, for reasons that I can't go into. But yeah. That's a long stretch of episodes, (laughs) Angelina, and much an entire an entire season. Wow. And to hear that from, because I know you love this show. How how many times have you seen season five? Mm, less than season four, but like probably maybe five or six times all the way through. Oh, okay. But then I go and pick certain episodes that I want to watch again. Right. Still a decent amount of times, so. though. Wow. So. I can't wait. If wow, I have a so question, excited. I'm going to message Angelina, the expert, and yeah. ask her. Yeah. I'm so excited. I love it. Um, But we'll, we'll see you next week, Angelina. I'm so excited. Uh, happy that you got to be on the podcast because we haven't been on since season three and we were happy to talk to you again i was a tbm baby when that happened because it was like my first week and then i was like picked to be the guest oh my god wow really (laughs) your first week she's like oh shit a lot of pressure (laughs) (laughs) now you're a season bro now you're yeah now you're yeah but thank you so much thank you angelina thank you 
That was a wonderful conversation with our little angel. Oh, Angelina was so good. I'm so happy she got to be on this episode. Me too. It's so good. Yeah. It was, I just love her insight. I know. And she loves Gossip Girl so much. And I was just like, wow, what a perfect person to be on yeah. the penultimate episode. Yeah. I love her monarchy breakdown. I love her noodle dishes. So perfect. I said her and Will should team up one day. I don't know, do what, but do something. Yeah, do something. (laughs) Exactly. Just be creative like you guys are. So Um, good. But I have some pretty lousy trivia. Episode titles based off the movie Shattered Glass. The cats are growling again. And as of July 21st, as of July 2011, this is the least watched episode of the entire series with 1.2 million viewers. What? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, this was 2011, I guess. So after that, who knows what the least watched episode was. But out of all the show so far, that was the least watched episode, which I think is so weird. Wow. Yeah. Uh, We had some music by Tapes and Tapes, Cold War Kids, Daniel May, The Kills, Like Lee, Likey Lee, Likely, Peanut Butter Lovesicle, Las Bellas, Fashion. I had two headbands. Me too. I loved Blair's white coat with the gold chains. Yeah. I love Serena's dress. The coral dress. Yeah. I loved Blair's dress too. I made a note of Raina's always wearing these bodycon dresses. She doesn't know sweatpants. Like she went and go got coffee. <laughs> she went and go got. Oh, she let's try that again. <laughs> she went to go meet Nate for coffee and she also met Jack. But she's in like such a formal yeah. outfit. And then she looked beautiful too. I guess they were on their way to the fundraiser together yeah. in that dress. Gorgeous but- dress. It just made me laugh. Yeah. I don't, That was all I had actually. Um, I liked Sophie's cat eye sunglasses. Oh yeah. Those are cute. Yeah. I didn't mind her dress at the party. That was very like mother of the bride. Yeah. It was cute. <laughs> it was cute. But pretty. Yeah. Yeah. What about some quotes? Yes. Ahem, your point? <laughs> You're like my fairy god cousin. When I was little, Sour Patch Kids were my best friends. Forgive me if I'm too busy to bow. The angles are so harsh. Lipstick lasts longer, but lip gloss is more fun. I love that. Yeah. Now I'm a hugger. Hope you don't mind. Yep. I'm hungry, and all you seem to have are olives and hallucinogenic mushrooms. <laughs> I really was laughing when he said that. That was a good line. I see the bass resemblance right now. Even any everything is not enough. Oh, Cyrus. Mm. Are we ready for an MVP and shittiest? Yeah. I think I have a blue ribbon for MVP. I do have a blue ribbon as well. Okay. I don't need to write it down. I don't know why I'm always like, wait, let me write it right? down. Let me write it down. Nope. Can't I forget. It's happening in your brain. <laughs> yeah. All right, ready? Yep. Three, Three two, two, one, Louis. Cyrus. Cyrus is my blue ribbon. And Louis was my blue ribbon. <laughs> I almost went was cyrus and i was like no i'm giving it to louis i just i loved how he was like why do you let someone who hurt you still like get away with this and it's not okay and he just wants to be that person that blair just gives everything to and he's made it very clear that he loves her enough to want to spend the rest of his life with her and just he's just like good dude like He's way too good. <laughs> well, I think he's in a has a healthy mind to be in yes. a mature relationship. Yes. 
Absolutely. And Blair isn't there yet. She needs to grow and heal. It's not really a mature relationship. It's just this fantasy. Yeah. But Cyrus, wonderful choice. One, we got to see him. Two, the way he just is team Blair all the way. I mean, you want him on your team. He talks her up. He's so sweet. Makes such a good impression. Sophie loved him. And how much he just loves Eleanor. Like, loves loves his Waldorf women. He loves them. Yeah. And even Blair's like, oh, yeah, I loved him the moment I saw him. And Eleanor's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. And the fact that now they have a really beautiful Mm -hmm. stepfather-daughter relationship that she clearly needs. Yeah. She needs some sort of parental guidance. I know. So. Yeah. Uh, Unanimous, Audrey and Marie, Will, Mike, Tish, all picked Cyrus. Yeah. Yeah. Shittiest? Yeah. All right. I mean, I I don't know if I really like... Oh, I don't I don't know if I want to... I'm just going to give it to this person and then we'll see what happens. But okay. Ready? Yep. Three, Three two, two, one, Russell. Charlie. Like, Russell's a given in my eyes. Yeah, he is, definitely. Um, I don't... I feel badly for giving it to Charlie in a way because... Is she... Because she's off her meds? Right, like, we're she, going there? Right. Like, is that... I mean, yes, it's her fault for not taking her meds. But is it that crazy or is it that was what her actions really that wrong? It was just she kind of just wants to be accepted. She wants to have what Serena has. So it's like, do I blame her for that? So I, it didn't sit well with me having to choose a shittiest. But Russell probably, I guess, would be the ultimate choice. But then again, it's like Chuck made a promise to him. Not, I mean, we don't take drastic actions enough where you're going to kidnap his love but yeah but chuck didn't tell her no he's, no, just, assuming he he's just assuming it was nate and he's always had it out for chuck from the beginning too because of bart and avery having the relationship and i think also the fact that you know let's just go back to the past of you were upset with bart and you were hoping to burn him right you were hoping you to were murder hoping him to actually murder him so, so yeah actually, you're shitty you're shitty so yeah let's take that back and let's choose russell <laughs> like so sorry your wife was sleeping with someone else and kind of but you love. don't kill them but you no don't them. boarding up hoping mm-hmm. yeah no it's not good and then being like okay as long as i leave town i'll be okay with this you know in terms of that transaction right yeah shitty shitty um Audrey and Marie picked Charlie with a blue ribbon, blue ribbon for Jack and Tish also picked Charlie and Will and Mike picked Russell. Mm-hmm. It's time for Betty of the Week. Yes. You were total Betty. Total Betty. Total Betty. Total Betty. You You're a total Betty. So my Betty of the week is Allie. Allie. Allie, girl. We just wanted to say hi. We miss you. We hope you have a wonderful birthday. That's at the end of this month. She's the OG. She literally was our first patron ever. My gosh. Tree Hill Talk Days. Tree Hill Talk Days. I remember that like little notification. We were like, oh my God, someone believes. Yeah. So yeah. thank you so much for still believing in us. You've been with us for, I mean, five years now almost. So it's just, it means everything. We love you. We're going to put her a podcast. She has a like wedding information tea type of podcast um, that you definitely should go check out. So we're going to put that in the bio for the episode. But 
Um, just love you, Allie, and hi, and miss you, and hopefully we get to see you again one day soon. Yeah. We did get to meet her, which is awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Allie. Okay. Next week is the finale of season four. My God, how did we get here? Wow. I'm going to give you the title, Three Gossip Words. As everyone knows, we will be live, so you're going to get Michelle's raw reactions next week. I'm <laughs> so excited for this. Lots will be happening. It's hard, though, because I feel like, will I get gossip words or we're just going to wrap up this season? I'll give you gossip words. For five? For five. For like... I'll give you epi- I'll give you three gossip words for the first episode of season five. That's insane because then we won't be touching it till September, I, which is gonna be so like fun. A little pinch and yeah. then you're gonna be like wait it's like a teaser on it any is. television show people yeah and then you come back for fall yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so if we haven't already previously mentioned we are going to be on a summer break so we're gonna be relaxing it doesn't mean we're not gonna still be watching the new gossip girl yeah well, we're gonna be covering it every week so it's yeah. just a new gossip girl show that we're gonna right. talk about um we're gonna still you know put are all into it, but maybe not so much as formatted like these type of podcasts. We're not going to sum up the episode, but we're definitely going to talk about all of the juiciness. We can't wait all of the behind the scenes, whatever we can get. Um, So stay tuned for that because that comes out July 8th and we'll be covering it weekly until the end of the summer. So 10 weeks, 10 episodes, 10 weeks. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty much what we have going on for summer. And then we'll be resuming. um, Our first episode goes live September 4th. Our first episode will go live on September 8th. So we'll be recording on September the 2nd. 2nd. So yep. if you are a member of the Discord Upper East Siders tier and you want to watch the premiere with us, we're going to be doing that on September 2nd. Just so. something to look forward to. You'll yeah, get notifications. Of course. But yeah. we we won't be gone. We'll just be covering the new Gossip Girl. And um, we're excited. So excited. Yeah. So um, but we'll start season five in September. But anyway, the title for next week, the finale episode of season four is titled The Wrong Goodbye. She's smiling. <laughs> and my three gossip words are three gossip words. Reunion. Test. Ivy. Ivy or Ivy the plant. Ivy, Ivy, Y. Ivy, Ivy, like, like the plant. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, right, yes. Oh, I was hoping it was the other Ivy, like Ivy League. No, like Ivy in your arm. Oh, 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 no, not damn. Well, I mean, the Ivy League. Um. Anyway, so yeah, reunion. Okay, so reunion. I, Ivy. Yeah, I think reunion is going to be Chuck and Blair are going to have their romance reinstated after he rescues her from Russell. I think there's going to be a testing of patience and definitely a testing, like testing Charlie Mm. on certain things and Ivy. (laughs) See, I was hoping it was Ivy in the arm when Charlie goes to the hospital, but we're not doing that. Or Blair goes to the hospital. So maybe Ivy League school or someone's getting wrapped up in Ivy. <laughs> we could do that. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. That's, that's what takes Blair down. Mm. Russell just <laughs> rubs her in it. 
<laughs> and Chuck's there with the Calmelon lotion. Gotcha. <laughs> That's the comedic version. Love it. But I think Ivy League, maybe Charlie was going to an Ivy League school or got accepted. Or didn't she want to go? She wanted to check out. She wanted to check out. Um, Columbia or, or NYU. You. Yeah. Maybe she was going to, she was going to go to an Ivy League school and then the incident happened. Maybe the incident happened with a test. Maybe it was like a fraud. She was like cheated or was trying to become someone else to take this test. And then the reunion, I think, is Chuck and Blair. Okay. Mic drop. Great great predictions. (laughs) Thank you. Super excited for you to see uh, what's to come next week with those words. Yeah, me too. (laughs) And Shanna will be with us. Shanna will be with us. Um, She'll be helping us out monitoring the chat and um we'll get we'll get some of her opinions yes 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 um what about an emoji this week hmm i kind of want to the first thing that came to mind was the lollipop oh they were eating candy okay we could do that is there something better though is there something better <laughs> I guess not. A, a lollipop is good. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. Send us that. a lollipop. You could also send us a lollipop in an Apple Podcast review. You know the drill by now. You can say We're, these girls are sweet like sugar. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> Such a sweet treat. My yes. midweek sweet treat. We're just giving you some ideas. We're giving you so much. All you have to do is just type away. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review. It helps us grow. Then people get to see this podcast come up when they search for a Gossip Girl podcast. And then we get more listeners and you make more friends and you get more information that has to do with Gossip Girl. And we all win. We all win. It's win, win, win everywhere. Yeah. For everyone. So and we want to stay on those charts. Yeah, so thank please you. Please consider if you haven't already, uh, we would really super appreciate you uh, doing that for us. Thank you. Yes. You know what else is a, a treat? A sweet treat. Is it time? Segway for Will's treat. Gossip Girl characters as soda flavors. Pop flavors, cola flavors, covering all the bases so that the three GG listeners aren't offended. Oh, thank you, Will. <laughs> uh, this was submitted by patron Katie F. Mm. So we have Blair, Dr. Pepper, Bold flavor, and her personality is full of at least 23 flavors. Do you like Dr. Pepper? <laughs> I do. Mm-hmm. That's always been my dad's favorite soda. So, like, growing up as kids, like, we would go to, like, Taco Bell or whatever, and he would always get that, and we always grew up drinking it because it was good. Chuck, uh, Coke, he's done a lot of it <laughs> and has the largest internal international presence of the bunch. Absolutely. Serena, Sprite, crisp and clean finish oh sorry sprite crisp and clean finish a little underwhelming (laughs) that's my grandma's favorite soda (laughs) dan coke zero one of my personal faves all the flavor and none of the negative side effects Mm. love it nate pepsi plays second fiddle to chuck like pepsi does to coke yeah perfect Eric, A&W cream soda, underrated and understated. Yes. 
See, I'm not, I will drink cream soda, but it's not one of my favorites. And everyone in my life, like, that's their favorite soda, cream soda. Not my favorite, but I do like cream soda. I will, I'll drink it. Yeah. But I would prefer root beer or Dr. Pepper. Oh, I do like root beer. Yeah. Jenny, Pib Extra, knockoff of Dr. Pepper, just like Jenny is a knockoff of Blair. No. (laughs) Pib is good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rufus, 7-Up. Had its heyday a while ago, but is still effective and comforting. Is often buried in the fridge for too long of periods of time like Rufus. <laughs> Lily, Fanta, had a marriage with a German, Klaus, just like Coca-Cola did when they created the soda for Nazi Germany after the U.S. trade embargo in 1940. Wow, I did not know that. Wow, thank you, Will. <laughs> um, Vanessa, Diet Pepsi, a soda with no redeeming qualities at all. Oh, dirty. <laughs> Bart. Beverly, related to Coke, left the earth around 2009, not to be seen again. <laughs> Charlie, Sierra Mist. Charlie is desperately trying to surpass Serena, just like the soda is a Sprite. <laughs> and Maureen, Mountain Dew Code Red. You know what it is. Oh. Oh, I mm. love a Mountain Dew Baja Blast, though. That's what's up. I love grape soda. I love I orange love soda. soda. I love cherry coke. <laughs> Me too. I love but I don't coke. ever drink soda. I couldn't tell you last yeah, time same. I had soda. I don't drink soda. You know what's also really good is um, birch beer. Yeah. That tastes kind of like root beer yeah. with cream soda a little bit. But my dad grew up in Pennsylvania. And every time we go to visit my family there, we have to pick up cases of birch beer because we feel like we can't ever find it here yeah. in New York. Um, but thank you, Will. I love that. Thanks, Will. So much fun. And it worked perfectly for the candy I sort know. of sweets in this episode. Um, but that's where we wrap for the summary in every portion before we go to After Dark. If you haven't wrote us a review, we would love to do so. Please. Maybe you want to join us on the roller coaster. Here we go. And click, next week, you can click, see us do it for click, real. Click. <laughs> You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. After Dark. Maybe your throat's still a little dry from the choking situation. <laughs> okay. It, y'all, I'm going to tell a quick story since we're in After Dark. Mm-hmm. Don't wear your necklaces to bed. Last Thursday, Lisa and I recorded, and I didn't take my necklaces off. And then I wore my necklaces to bed and woke up on Friday with the worst sore throat on the left side of my so throat. Crazy. And I had no voice. I had no... I literally damaged my vocal cord. Saturday. I don't get how that's possible. It was like I literally choked what? myself. But in your sleep, wouldn't you have like felt and it? not breath? I was like you not breath. Able to breathe, breathe. Yeah. And Aunt was like, "What happened to your voice?" He's like, "I was like, I think I choked myself. <laughs> literally choked myself." And I've been this raspy voice. It's better today, but it's still a little. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go with it. <laughs> is this my permanent voice now? Like vocal fry? I hope not. Uh, I hope- there it is. <gasps> You're like Liam. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Liam's an old ass cat. I guess I'm an old ass cat. <laughs> Liam is so like funny when he tries like meow for food. It just doesn't even come out anymore. It's like uh, uh, it's so cute. Yeah. Um, but we're in after dark. Yes, we are. I have an audio clip from Angelina. She sent over her thoughts. I am so excited. So Yay. let me play it. 
I don't know how I became the Gossip Girl reboot source, but I think I found something a bit interesting. Kristen Bell is doing her interviews for the reboot, and she mentioned a twist at the end of episode one. And I was trying to figure out what this twist could be, and then it hit me. What if they tell us who Gossip Girl is at the end of the first episode? It would take away all our issues that we have with Padge being Gossip Girl. Because the writers on the original show didn't tell Penn Badgley that he was going to be Gossip Girl until the last episode. They, quote, didn't want it to affect his performance. It would change the way we look at the show from who is Gossip Girl to knowing who Gossip Girl is and looking at their motives, which I thought would be a really cool spin on it and make it more modern. Shook it. Shook it. Holy shit. I know, I didn't is that know true? That. I didn't know that. I mean, I believe anything she so, says. So, same. <laughs> what? They didn't tell him he was Gossip Girl until his last scene of, like, you know, I was going to say recording. You know, are uh, there, the scene of it. Are there interviews? I would love to hear an interview. Of, hey, Angelina, here's some more homework for you. Here's some more homework. Um, are there, like, like an interview of them saying like how did you feel when you found out like at this point that you were gossip can I'm you sure, imagine sure there are can you imagine working on gossip girl and every week i mean maybe not because everybody's like film scenes here and there and maybe at that point they don't because they don't hear the gossip girl narration right no so I mean, it's all done watching in, it when it goes live doubt that they're watching so maybe it's not even a thing they think about when they're filming but then it's like oh bt dubs in case you're wondering you're gossip girl right <laughs> But maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe they didn't know how much of a big I don't know. Right. And the fact that they didn't want it to affect his performance, I feel like. Makes sense. It does make sense. But also, it's like, well, then it's not genuine performance. Because if he knows, so he knows these things. Shouldn't he act that way? In a way where obviously he's acting it, but not giving it away to the audience. I guess that it's what they're. That's what they're trying to achieve, though. We didn't want to pick up that he knew he was Gossip Girl. Right. Yeah, I know. I when she told me that, I was like, "Wait, I did not know that." Wow, and it's so good. Yeah, she's like, "Oh my god, I don't want to say this this spoil potential spoiler about the new reboot." And I was like, "I don't find it to be a spoiler because no, she's not confirmed. And it's not confirmed, and you know, we're all going to be watching for the first time anyway. So who knows what they're going to do with it?" Um, but I, yeah, I agree. I feel like that would be an interesting. Twist. That would be a great way to do it. Hell yeah. Yeah. We got, um, are you signed up for the blasts? I thought I was, but I guess I'm not. <laughs> One came today. They seem to oh. come on Thursdays, which oh. makes sense because July 8th is a Thursday. Right, right, right. Uh, They've uh, been posting more like little clip videos though of like characters. Yeah. yeah. And it was just a picture and it says the Holy Trinity, say your prayers, see you in three weeks. <gasps> and it's just a picture. Oh, oh yeah. Of the three main. Main, yeah. It's, um, I'm assuming. It's the Blair S girl and then the two other girls that are with her generally, right? Yeah. Jordan, the cats again. Um, what are the other I'm ones? I'm not names? sure. I didn't learn everybody's names yet, but gorgeous, gorgeous girls. And I'm excited. Yeah, same. I had I had their names. The two uh, minion ass w- w- names or something with an L. I will find it in one second. 
it's kind of fun though to get these blasts because you really feel like you're a part of, part of the, the gossip world. girl world and so when this these came today i was like oh so fun yeah i love that there was who was doing it, the character profiles here's one we have luna luna luna, luna is one Luna and Monet. Uh, Monet. Those are the what they look like to be minion s girls of uh Julian. Julian. Julian Calloway. Yeah, Ooh. Julian is the one with the buzzed head. She's the influencer. And then Monet is power. And Luna are her like besties. It's like power and style. Right. Which is Blair Waldorf. Right. In a nutshell. Right. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited. As we know, the first episode's going to have a fashion show. Yes, the second's going to have a fundraiser. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how this is going to play out. Yeah. What everyone's going to be about. Mm-hmm. Are we going to reference old things? I don't know. I know that's another thing. That's another thing we're like toying on the edge. I mean, Could. you know, at this point, I, you know, in terms of spoilers, I feel okay. But that's how I'm feeling, and I'm not like if you know. In the past, watching a show, I was so scared of learning something, and then once I learned who Gossip Girl was, I'm like, whatever. Right, everything is just out goes out the window. The only only thing that I don't know if I necessarily be bummed. I guess I would be bummed if you found out, but they're like end game end game couples. Oh yeah, that I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm assuming. Like, I hope we're not like X, Y, and Z's like child or something like that. Or like referencing that family or that family. Or, I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. But oh, yeah, I, I guess that would be. Don't kind of... know if they would even do that. They should. Just, I hope this is just like a new generation. We're just living We're in the just, same world. It's just the same world. Yeah, I'm hopeful. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. Honestly, we've been there before, where things have gotten ruined for us, and it is what it is. We moved on with our lives, and right. we watched it knowing these things and wanted to see how they came about. Like. Yeah. You know, the stuff that happened in One Tree Hill and whatever. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last night I had a dream about Chuck and Blair. You did? I was on public transit train and I saw them and I like hid because I didn't want them to see me that I saw them together. <laughs> that was it. I was doing my own it thing. It supposed to be like in secret. They were like seeing mm-hmm. each other. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I was like, store that. Let me bring it to the people. Well, thank you for bringing Chuck it to the together. People. Yeah. But besides that, in terms of Padge being Gossip Girl this episode, I didn't really think too much of Gossip Girl. No, and I didn't either. And I don't honestly remember if next week has much heavy Gossip Girl stuff in it either. There's just Mm -hmm. a lot of drama that's going on. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so. But the fact that he didn't know he was Gossip Girl until the last episode. Like, you're telling me you went all the season six without knowing you're Gossip Girl? Well, they they just didn't tell him. Just didn't tell him. And they probably didn't know what to ask. There's like, why would... Right. And then, so it's just kind of like, did you know it was Stan the whole time then? <laughs> yeah. Or did you decide, like, <laughs> let's, you just decide? let's just make him. There it is. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes back to, it was maybe going to be Eric. Then it was. Gonna be... Right. I bet, like, if someone asked Josh Schwartz today, because now watching him on different things, how much he's just like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is. I feel like I don't want to say it's a spoiler yeah, for yeah, OC. I know, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> you know, but he just, oh, yeah, duh. And and doesn't even think about it. Yeah. So I feel like, like him saying like, oh, yeah, we knew all the time. Or no, we just decided it could go either way. Right, yeah. 
And maybe he would just troll too. He probably would just troll. Yeah, like, oh no, we definitely knew from the beginning. Mm-hmm. No. No. Anyway. Next week, guys, mark your calendars. We'll be live podcasting. Yeah. We'll see all of the raw footage. If I stumble upon a million words, which I'm sure I do, and Michelle keeps in it anyway, it's fine. Then you'll see. Hey, I don't keep them all in. <laughs> Sometimes it's very hard to like. <laughs> I have tried to cut, but you're mid breath. I. It's hard to. Honey, I'm just teasing. I know, but there's I, nothing I could do about my jumbles. No. <laughs> no, but some stuff I do yeah. clean up a little of bit. Of course, yeah. But we will be live on June 24th. To June 24th at eight. Eight eight fifteen ish. Eight eight fifteen is good. The link will be on Patreon. You just go to TotalBodyMedia.com. It will be pinned to the top. Yep. We're going to be doing it via YouTubes like the old days. So I'm going to have to clean up our studio space a little bit. Make it look presentable. <laughs> this is not great. But then again, you asked to you look. Asked. No, they didn't ask. No, we, like, said, we didn't ask we're for this. give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we look forward to yeah. seeing you all next week, talking to you and... Talking about season four finale. Wow. We're here. Oh my goodness. So excited. See you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls. You can find us on all social media platforms at Three Gossip Girls Pod or at Three Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com. This has been a Total Betty Media podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.